that alumni and close friends of the late broadcaster uh, have been eulogizing him. Ken Ashibe, Matilda Sante and Charles Mensah. His passion for Africa, his passion for the black man, passion to give the voiceless a voice. So it's infectious, his ability to hold leaders to account. And the interesting thing about him also was not that fluent in ever, but he would give you words that I will learn. I remember learning Zado Kelly from him. You know, you know what Zado Kelly means? Tell me. It means eclipse, you know, and this is me. <laughs> This is me who say a thoroughbred ever boy, you know, but I was arguing and say, okay, so what's that locally? And the way you say it, you know. <laughs> Typically, after every show, we would do a review. Mm-hmm. So you would do an interview. When there's a commercial break, he comes into the newsroom and says, how did it go? What did you think of that? Did I ask the right questions? I think that was something he did very well. And even when there's criticism of how the show went, usually we'll just listen take it in and like Marina said he takes what is the constructive one that can help improve the show for the next day which I thought was very very extraordinary especially because given his stature and who he was he was like the biggest person as mm-hmm. far as on their personalities were concerned mm-hmm. in our organization and yet he could sit back and take feedback sometimes from even interns but he also was very humorous in spite of what seemed like a really charged challenging circumstance you'll find a way to create some joke and laughter about it exactly and that always brought us all back because sometimes it can be intense there's a moment that he reflects a lot but one of the things that we did most unbeknown to people weekends when there's nothing we drive to the hospitals Kolibu. we're buying stores we're visiting buying food stuff for people for him it wasn't about announcing that he's donating it was about the people who he had helped who go out there and talk about it rather than he preaching and because of that people volunteered a lot of information will come to you oh boss player then he will stop and then he will wave at you because he says radio then mm-hmm. it is the only medium where people invite you to their bedroom because you listen to radio in your bedroom yeah. in your private moment so yeah. if the person is inviting you to the bedroom you may as well be nice to the person exactly. that's why you can complain not to remain nice even if at a hard time when he doesn't even have money in his pocket he will smile at you some close friends of Komla Afeke Dumo. The thought of him always brings smiles to my face. And that's it uh, for the midday news. Well, the Foreign Affairs Minister Shelly Ayokobuchi says the idea of evacuating Ghanaian students from the epicenter of the novel 2019 coronavirus Wuhan epicenter came from government, but some challenges have for now made the plan impossible. There's more on that on myjoyonline.com. I am Memefa Apau. Thanks so much for your company. What kind of fun is this? Hey, Joe, it's with the coloring to Ah, chance not for you. Go be upgraded. Shesuna Dali. Star 120, star 1 hash. Nabeka MT and Rizu level trouble. Hey, Limu. If you and Nakopim, if you busum in a year, would your Kusuna use with MTM number? No. Do more. Now, which meal we need? One of the 20,000 iPro Amber 5S phones. Cafe door. Bob Goma. Test it. Nothing. Tama Monica. Agbena. Kaisa Ubitinu Rintono. Samosaka iPro Amber 5S phone. Empty and raise you level problem. New year, new phone, new return. We are good together. We're there for you. Everywhere you go. There's only one place to set your mood right when it's a Friday night. The weekend warmer with DJ Black. All the hot throwbacks, all the hottest tracks, all the live phone is. Everything that's going to make
two laps and put your mood right on a Friday. The weekend warmer on Joy 99.7 FM with DJ Black, 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. Yeah. Slamming and breaking down the hits with DJ Black on the weekend warmer. Weekend warmer. Yes, my people. Yes, weekend warmer with DJ Black on Joy FM. Here are the nominees for Three Music Awards 2020 Hip Hop Song of the Year. Bibipa, Sakoria featuring various artists. Don't be late, Kofi Mole. Kwaukese featuring Sarkodier, Mr. Easy, Medical, and Sconti. La Familia, Joey B featuring Sarkodier and Kwesi Yasa. Balance, Papi Kojo featuring Joey B and Inshona Music. Shout out to my brother, man. Bleeding by Sarkodier. Joby by To vote for your favorite hip hop song of the year, dial star 447 star 3 hush and follow the prompts to vote as well. Three Music Awards 2020 is presented by Three Media Networks Joy FM, Kids FM, Joy Prime TV, The Fantasy Dome, and ENE Ghana with support from Love FM, Joy News TV, Adobe FM, Adobe TV, Asempa FM, Ishura FM, and MyJoyOnline.com. Gold Coast Restaurant, Volta Hotel, Akosumbo, and the Radio Advertising People. Trap 3 Music Awards 2020. Here for the music. This week on the Joy Business Van, all in one, 15 transport services on a mobile application. We feature Samuel Kankam Wating, the creator of Toto App. Somebody's going to have a need of um, a water truck. Somebody's going to need a septic truck. How are we going to solve this problem? So that is when um, Trotro App was birthed. Mini taxis, tricycles, mini trucks, water trucks, buses, delivery, the list goes on. Trotro App is addressing human mobility and logistics challenges. We want to be able to become the company or the go-to company for all things transport. As I talk to you right now, we're working behind the scenes to plug in our flight booking APIs. So all trans- uh, transport, whether on the land, whether on the sea, whether in the air, we want to be the go-to company for all these kind of services. All the transportation you need, the Chocho app, this Wednesday on the Joy Business Van, on TV, radio, online and on ground. It is powered by Joy Business and supported by EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank. It's a new day. Are you ready to make a change? A new partner to journey your way. To explore the things you never imagined. You're ahead of the race. Committed to you. A partner for life,
forward together. Bringing hope to many around the globe. Transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otterville. And now, today's Word. If you admire somebody's grace or works... Study them closely to find out the habits that they have developed and learn from them. Success is not imparted by the laying on of hands. The pattern in the Bible is that people learn from their leaders and then the leader lays hands on them later on. The laying on of hands is like their graduation. So Elisha follows Elijah for 20 years. And then at the end, he asks, what do you want? This is after 20 years education. If he started from class one, six years to finish primary school, three years, SSS, that's nine years, uh, JSS, three years, 12, 12 years, he's now finished SHS, 12 years. Four years, first degree. One year, accelerated masters. Three years, accelerated PhD. Then it is after 20 years that he now qualifies. Elijah didn't just say, oh, just get this hands laid on you and you will be like me. No, after 20 years. Moses Joshua had been with Moses for 40 years. From the day they left Egypt. He had been studying Moses for 40 years. And after 40 years, Moses lays hands on him. And if you study about Joshua, he studied Moses like a textbook. When Moses went to the mountain, he was in the mountain waiting for him. He studied the guy. And he had what the Bible calls his spirit. In other words, he received the characteristics of Moses. And Moses says, you finish school now, graduate, lay hands. But what people want now is graduation before school. They believe that excellence is a grace. So people would travel and go to Bishop Oyedipo, lay hands on me, receive your mantle. Pastor Debo, lay hands on me, receive mantle. Go to some other person, lay hands on me, receive mantle. And they go mantleless and come back mantleless. <laughs> because, folks, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. So there are people who are seeking to partake of the grace 
on the lives of successful people. But the reality is that what you want to partake of is of his ways that have produced the success. So I know the questions people will be asking. Are you saying it is all works? That God's grace has nothing to do with this? So let me illustrate with an answer. Jesus tried to answer complex questions with parables. So let me give you my version of it. And many of you have seen it before. Probably you've done it before. It happens on school graduation days. Especially primary schools and so on. A young girl is the highest performing student in the class. And she's tops mathematics, tops science, uh, tops English, tops whatever subject they are studying, top, top, top. And, and, and people are clapping for her. Everybody's excited about what the girl has achieved. She receives the prize, shakes the hand of whoever gives her the prize. And then we see the girl would walk to where her parents are and give the prize to the parents. And then she gets another prize and she takes the prize and gives it to the parents. And then finally they say, the overall best student for the class, Grace Amangwa. And she picks (laughs) picks the, the prize and she gives it to the parents. I want you to watch what is happening. Did the parents go to the school? No. Did they sit an exam? No. Did they write the exam for her? No. So in actual fact, they don't, they didn't do any work. So why is the girl giving it to her? The parents, because they gave birth to her. And all that she asks and the school fees that they paid, although the parents did not do the work, what they gave to her was a gift, grace. She did the work and then goes back to the parents and say, I honor you with all that we have received. So that, that is how our work is. God gives us the grace. The five talents, the two talents, we work with it. And when we have achieved all that we have achieved, we take everything God has given to us and we say, really, we wrote the exam, but actually it is God who gave it to us. And we go and give him back his gift. Is it works? Is it grace? Grace gives us the original gift. Work allows us to use the grace. And then in the end, we thank grace for giving us the gift in the first place. Because if we didn't have the gift, there will be nothing to work with and nothing to multiply. But you cannot say when she passed the mathematics, oh, that is grace. No, she's grace. But that was not grace. That is hard work. Learning all those theorems and learning all those algebras and all those geometries. And that is work. But she was doing it. If the parents had not paid her fees, she wouldn't be in the school. If they hadn't brought her to the world, she wouldn't even be alive to study mathematics. And she recognizes the balance between grace and works. 
the Apostle Paul himself understood that and that was my final scripture. And this is how the Apostle Paul explains it. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 10. The Apostle Paul says, But by the grace of God I am what I am. And his grace toward me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Interesting phraseology. First, grace is the source of all that we are. I am what I am by the grace of God. The source of our identity, the source of our gifts, even being able to wake up in the morning and breathe is God's grace. Without his grace, we have no beginning. But grace must not be rendered useless. He says his grace toward me was not in vain. The word vain was not was useless. His grace must not be in vain. It must not be empty. Grace becomes vain if we sit on it like the man with one talent. He made grace to be in vain. He sat on his talent, frustrated the grace of God. Grace must not be rendered useless. Three, grace requires us to labor abundantly. The more you receive the grace of God, the more hardworking you must be. Paul did not say the grace on his life was more than others. He said, I labored more than them. In other words, Paul is saying the reason why I planted more churches than everybody else is not because of the grace upon me. It was because of the labor. It was a hard work. He was not even there when Jesus was alive. He came later. But he did more than the earlier boys. Not because of grace. But because of labor. He said, I labored more abundantly than all of them. Whoever all of them is. He said, I labored more abundantly than all of them. (laughs) So Paul is saying, yes. I am what I am by the grace of God. But I wouldn't be here without labor. And then finally Paul says. Grace takes the credit. Grace makes us honor God for all of our success. He says, I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Like the schoolgirl, she labored more abundantly, she studied hard, but she recognizes without the grace I received from my parents, I wouldn't even have the opportunity to study hard. So, as a pastor in this Accra, Ghana, if I should ever, by whatever means of time travel or whatever, meet the Apostle Paul, what should I desire from him? Would I say, Paul, the great man of God, lay hands on me and impart your grace on me? 
Because since you left, nobody has received your mantle. I need it now. Or should I go to Paul and say, Paul, show me how you did it. How did you manage your life? When you woke up in the morning, what did you do? In the afternoon, what did you do? How do you manage stress? How do 